And we are a nation that is hostile to liberty and freedom and faith. We are a nation whose economy is floundering, whose stores are not stocked, whose deliveries are not coming, and whose educational system is ranked at the bottom of every list. We are a nation that in many ways has become a joke. But soon we will have greatness again. It was hardworking patriots like you who built this country, and it is hardworking patriots like you who are going to save our country. There is no mountain we cannot climb. There is no summit we cannot reach. There is no challenge we cannot beat. There is no victory we cannot have. We will not bend. We will not break. We will not yield ever, ever, ever. We will never give in. We will never give up. And we will never, ever back down. We will never let you down as long as we are confident and united. The tyrants we are fighting do not stand even a little chance. Because we are Americans, and Americans kneel to God and God alone. And it is time to start talking about greatness for our country again. Good morning, everybody. Songs for Robin Casey. Good morning, everybody. Happy Thursday. Here we go. Last November, as the governor, you were out there begging for votes. You wanted two months later, you were sworn in. Then you ran away, pimping your book. People around you, they convinced you. Gave you money and whispered in your ear. Told you loyalty doesn't matter. No one will notice. No one will even care. Oh no. Now Rob, go back to Florida. They need you. Go back to Florida. Even Casey too? Yeah. Magnus destroyed you. There's nothing else to do. Even Jam is laughing at you. Little Marco, too. <laughs> Come on, Rob. Love him in California. It's my boy right there. You're surrounded by losers. Sucking you dry of cash. You're a puppet and you don't even know it. How about that with Spaces crash. <laughs> well, that, was, that was good. Maga warned you, but you knew better. Casey's nagging voice in your head. Put on that sexy vest. Get on the bus, Rob. Keep those burgers to yourself. Come on. Ah, Rob, go back to Florida. They need you. Get out. Go back to Florida. Even Casey, too. I don't know. <laughs> Maggie's destroyed you. There's nothing else to do. Even Jim's laughing at you. <laughs> Rupert Murdoch, too. <laughs> go back to florida man <laughs> still no recovery but still go home do your job trump 2024 
Miguelifornia, everybody. Dilly meme team. At it again, as always. Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. It's another great day. Thursday, it's Freedom Friday Eve, right? It's Thursday. Wow, this week went by quick. Hope you're all doing good. Can't believe tomorrow's Friday already. That's wild. Anyway, hit the thumbs up. Good morning, everybody. Hit the thumbs up on the video. You're a fed. Hope you're all doing good. See everybody pop it in the chat. Another great video, yes, again, by Miguelifornia. He's great. I actually want to reach out to him. I want him to come on a Freedom Friday with James and I one of these days. Got to see if he wants to come on and tear it up with us. Freedom Friday tomorrow night, 8.30 p.m. Eastern. We'll do memes of the week and all kinds of other <clears throat> wild stuff we usually do on Fridays. What else we got going on? All right, so we got a bunch of stuff. And it, it's really funny. This, I don't know if you saw in the... Um, in the news, well, the news that'll actually cover it. Congressman Corey Mills had gone, is actually still in Israel, extracting American citizens who want to leave who were trapped at the State Department, abandoned there. Yes, abandoned. I'm going to give you a little story. So if you don't know who Corey Mills is, representative in Florida, he's a great guy, uh, Trump supporter, Met him a few times, did some conversations with him. Really good guy. Got to know him. And uh, when we had the failed evacuation in Afghanistan, him and others, because he's a uh, former military, and uh, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to say exactly what he was. I don't know if he, if it's what he exactly wants shared, but whatever. He was former military, and he, they chartered a plane, and they uh, rescued him and a team rescued hundreds of Americans that were trapped in Afghanistan that we did nothing to, to help. He, he did, and others. <clears throat> so yesterday, my allergies have been bothering me all night. Me and my daughter, my wife, allergies have been killing us the last couple of days. Unless we're all, you know, getting sick, who knows. But uh, Hog, good morning, Hog. Hog is in the house. The Hog is in the house. The Hog. So yesterday, as the show was ending, literally as I hit the outro, my phone was ringing. It was Roan, my good friend Roan from Steak for Breakfast Podcast, which if you're not following Steak for Breakfast Podcast on Apple or Spotify, they're audio only. They're like the fastest growing political podcast out there. They're amazing. They have all the Trump surrogates on, a lot of members of Congress, and uh, they're great, great friends of mine. I'm actually, I think next week, next week, I think next week I'm on the show with them. I'm not sure. I have to find out. Anyway, I make appearances on their show from time to time to do the news. So Roan calls me, and I'm like waiting for the outro to, to like to, to he call, as soon as I hit the button, he's calling me. So one of these days, I'm just gonna because he calls me sometimes during the show. I'm just gonna call him and put him live on the air and make him talk to us. But I answer the phone, and uh, he's telling me he goes he goes I I got a really feel good story for you. I go, what's up? And he goes, well, a mutual friend, uh, someone else in the political world, and I'm going to leave names out except for Corey Mills, had sent Rowan an article about someone trapped in Israel. He reads it, realizes it's someone he knows through other political contacts, and basically, <clears throat> hey, can you help? And... 
Roan's thinking, all right, who, who, who do I know I have connections with? You know, and he, he made a phone call, and the people trapped in Israel called the State Department and were told by whoever they spoke to at the State Department that, yeah, the Biden administration is doing nothing for you right now, so just hunker down and shelter in place, and uh, good luck, and we'll see what happens. <laughs> good luck, and we'll see what happens. These are Americans that were there on like a 10-day excursion to go, you know, walk where Jesus walked and all this stuff. And they're there and they're trapped. And our State Department is like, oh, well, you know, you should out of luck because the Biden administration is not allowing us to do anything right now. We have no resources. So Rome calls a contact that used to work in Trump's State Department. And they're like, let me guess, you have, you have people trapped in Israel too. And this individual is like, well, I don't have any resources right now. And I'm trying to see if anyone has planes or if anybody's going there to do anything. I'll get back to you. Long story short, he decides he's going to get a hold of Corey Mills because he knew what Corey Mills did in Afghanistan. And Corey Mills runs through the Steak for Breakfast podcast very regularly. So calls him and uh, Corey Mills, there was a little joke banter and said, oh, you know, you know each other for about two years now. And now you're finally going to ask me for congressional favor. And Rowan laughed and said, well, kind of, sort of, I don't know if you can help and sent him the article and ask him, say, hey, I have a friend, this person, this person. And everyone kind of mutually knows each other in a sense. And uh, from old Trump world and things. And he's, can you help? And Corey Mills says, yes. And Rowan was like, whoa, all right, this is great. So had Rowan had to do a couple things and Corey Mills and they, they reconnected and he said, it just so happens I'm in Israel right now. Like it was before this story broke, before anything broke about Corey Mills being in Florida, Roan's telling me the story yesterday morning. And I'm like sitting here like, wow, this is a great story. And I hope it gets out. And it had gotten out later that day that Corey Mills is still there rescuing Americans because Biden and the state department, well, they're not doing anything. So, Corey Mills was there, apparently, and I, I don't – rumored to be other members of Congress, and he's there doing this rescue operation looking for Americans that want to go home and getting them out. And the contact who was looking to get out with a group of people, I believe were in a hotel, two-and-a-half-hour drive away from where Corey Mills was operating. And Corey Mills got the convoy together with whoever it was. I don't know if it was – any parts of the United States military who might have been there and uh, Israeli, maybe special forces or something, whatever it might be. They got, they took a convoy two and a half hours to, I believe it was a hotel where they were sheltering in place and walked in the hotel room. and was like, Hey, uh, I'm Corey Mills and I'm here to get you out. Like it was something out of a movie, like, like uh, this, this hero walked into a room and then took them and drove them to an, so five hours round trip. And it was just this great, how all these great puzzle pieces came together. But realize this, sitting Congressman Corey Mills out of Florida says, I want to go to Israel and start extracting Americans at a trap there that want to get home. And they're not because there are no flights coming out or they can't get out. They just, it's not safe to move. <clears throat> the State Department tells them, well, we're not, we don't want you to go. And they're like, well, you know, screw you, I'm going. And as a member of Congress, with the, I guess the special credentials they have, you know, the interna international passports, government issued, whatever it is, 
They go to a military base. Oh, you have a transport going here? I'm jumping on. Here you go. And that's it. So I thought that was a great story. Like, wow. And then I think about it. Like, imagine if we had 100 Corey Mills in Congress. And I say this about a few people, a few people that should be elected to Congress, that should have been elected to Congress last cycle, like J.R. Majewski and Joe Kent, but got fucked by Kevin McCarthy. And if we had all of these real great America first warriors, I'll call them, then I don't like call, I don't, I don't like the term hero. I don't. And I use it here and there and I hate it. And I always say, well, this person's a hero. And I'm like, eh, a hero's a sandwich. That's, that, that's my take on a hero. I just, <laughs> and you ask most people, listen, I was in the fire service a long time. I was a paramedic in New York City. And I, I've heard it before. And it's like, most people, firemen, cops, medics, whatever it is, rescue workers, whenever they're called heroes, they'll tell you, no. In military, no. And, and Hero's a sandwich. That, that's my go-to. But Corey Mills, doing the work that the Biden administration and his State Department just are not doing. They're just sitting there with thumbs up their ass while there are American citizens trapped in Israel, possibly held hostage in Gaza, from what we're hearing. I believe this morning, right before I popped on, it was a confirmed it was confirmed 25 dead and maybe 17 or so, or maybe more. They're not sure of people, Americans missing. Now, we have military assets heading there and there already. I don't know what those assets are. I know it's, you know, military equipment, probably troops, and it's going to get bad. It's, it's going to get bad. And unfortunately, again, and I'll say it again, it looks like we are going to be entrenched in this fight, in this war. And it looks like it's going to be on multiple fronts. And who knows what's going to happen here as far as um, terrorist threats or possible attacks, isolated attacks, false flag events, who knows? The fact of the matter is, since the Biden administration completely failed to do their job once again on, on so many issues and so many fronts, Corey Mills, sitting congressman, didn't have to do this, decided, you know what, I'm going to step in and I'm going to go to war-torn Israel now and I'm going to rescue trapped Americans that are there who are stranded. And again, in 2021, Corey Mills was part of the team that conducted, it was the first successful rescue mission of Americans from Afghanistan after the failed Biden withdrawal of United States troops. Well, troops only because he left all the equipment and guns there and gave up Bagram Air Base. And literally, against all odds of, of Afghanistan, the, the, the shithole that is and turned out to be during that evacuation chaotic 13 service members blown away because of the biden administration's and intelligence agencies fuck up they evacuated many 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 people and again the biden administration just has a really, really bad track record of leaving Americans stranded places and leaving them behind. 
And Corey Mills stepped up and he did the right thing. So I, I, I think if anything, Corey Mills deserves definite um, support in, and he's, listen, he's an America first guy. He is. And again, I want to see more Corey Mills in Congress. And I, I don't, yeah, I'm not, I, I'll be honest with you, like Rocket, I just saw you said the propaganda coming out of Israel. I'm not, I'm not subscribing to it. I'm not speaking about it. And you're going to find going forward every morning is I'm not, I'm not going to be that show that says, oh my God, look at the atrocities. Look what they're doing. The only thing I care about is what America's doing here and what America's going to be doing there. And whatever verified reports come out of reliable sources, and I know I will have some. I have there are some people that I know that are are either heading there or going to be heading there. I, that's all I, I'm going to be listening to. I'm not going to be listening to what the Israeli government is saying. I'm not going to be listening to it, especially what mainstream media is saying. And unfortunately, there are so many people that are programmed to it that are going to be doing that anyway. I can't tell you how many times I've heard the whole 40 baby story. And now we're hearing is Israeli officials are saying, well, that, that story can't be verified. I mean, there's so much shit going around. And, and here's another date. Here's something else too. We have two wars going on right now between four different countries, soon to be more, if not more already, of Lebanon, Syria, whatever it is. And cry like John Kirby, that cunt. Yeah, I said it. It's my favorite word, by the way. Show some strength, you piece of shit. Anyway, trying so hard. <laughs> Clean it up. So I'll get yelled at. Someone will yell at me. I can't believe you said the C word. I don't know if I can follow you anymore. Then don't. So we have two wars, four countries, possibly more. And I'll tell you what. I don't know if you use the word terrifies, concerns, is this whole AI shit. This artificial intelligence with the videos and the voices, and here's the problem. If people aren't paying attention and they just, you know, say, what's on the clicker? Let's check CNN. Well, let's check this and let's check that. Well, let's go on Twitter and I don't know, just I just watch videos of cats and oh my God, what is this AI video? You know, I don't know what AI, what's AI? What's this video of this official that I know and I it sounds like him and this is what he's saying. You know, two wars going on, four countries, and we have this AI, which could be used for great things as a tool, but it could also be really scary in times like this. Deep fakes, deep fakes are going to send us into World War Three. It's possible. I think, I think we're beyond the deep fakes, though. I just think we're. Listen, Saudi Arabia just announced they're going to be doing uh, ex military exercises again with uh, with China. They've done it before, and because China sees a window here, Saudi Arabia apparently a few days after the, or two days, or a couple days after the attack on Israel, Saudi Arabia turned around and says the the normalization talks are are at a halt right now. They're they're not. They were in these in in some sort of deal to normalize whatever it was i have an article on it i'll get to it later on if we get to it but the whole thing with, i wanted to start with Corey mills 
we we technically pretty much are already in World War Three. We have assets in Ukraine. We're sending assets over here. And here's the thing: like we we don't have it. The money's not there. It doesn't grow on trees. When our president gets on national television and says that our ammo is depleted because of the giving it to Ukraine, you know, no wonder the stocks of the defense contractors and wet and weapons contractors are, are skyrocketing because well they're making more weapons military industrial complex there's going to be a lot of fat campaign war chests come in 2024 anyway i wanted to play so so the, then the story so i was told that when i was given that story when i was speaking with roan yesterday is I can't say anything about it. Hopefully the story will break. And finally, yesterday, the story did break. I figured it was only a matter of time with Corey Mills and doing the rescue operation in war-torn Israel. And uh, he had given a um, a interview for Fox. And, uh, well, we're going to. We're going to check out Mr. Corey Mills. And Corey Mills, he is working to get Americans out of Israel. Great guy. Every minute, that is. Um, and we understand that you helped rescue 32 Americans from Israel today. Can you tell us about those efforts? Well, thanks so much for having me. Yeah, it's unfortunate that I won't be able to share too many of the details. We're still running operations at this time. Mm-hmm. There's still a lot of Americans that are trying to get out, uh, many who's uh, Flights have been canceled or they've actually been stuck into uh, an area that is no longer creating a permissible environment. Uh, so myself, I went in and uh, was was very thankful to be able to get uh, for the second time, by the way, I'll just add helping the Biden administration who has failed to do their job. The first time I did it was in 2021 when I conducted the very first successful overland rescue of Americans. But here it is the second time doing the Biden administration's work because they have no plan, they have no strategy. Uh, to get these Americans out who are trapped in these church groups that have been left behind. You know, I just want to point out one thing. You know, the Biden administration continues to want to do these lids, but I think it's about time that the American people put a lid on the disastrous administration that continues yep. to fail in their plan and strategy to be able to, you know, get Americans out or to uh, take into account the foreign policy phobe uh, that they actually create that actually leads to these types of incidents. Uh, Congressman, our Aisha Husty, who is our congressional correspondent, you know her well, is reporting that she's got sources in the Senate telling her that there's a plan to potentially using charter aircraft, get some 16,000 Americans out of Israel. Uh, that operation might begin sometime in the next 48 hours. What do you know about that? Well, I haven't heard too much on the actual uh, operation itself, but I do know that the minute that you start seeing a potential counteroffensive or you start seeing General Secretary Hassan Nasrallah from Hezbollah kick in, or you see uh, other proxy militia groups that are headed up by people like Haidi al-Amri or Qais Qazali out of Iraq and Syria, uh, that could definitely put a damper on things, especially if they start taking any type of indirect fire uh, onto that runway, which would potentially, you know, cause the aircraft to be able to either one, uh, do an evasive maneuver or two, cancel the uh, flight path in its entirety. So uh, I hope that they can get in. I hope we can get as many Americans out as possible. And I hope that we don't see a repeat of what happened in 2021 in Afghanistan, where Americans were left behind and abandoned by this administration. Uh, can you imagine? Just just listen, to, like hear, hear what is going on. A sitting congressman who, a military veteran, he's not in the military anymore, goes there on his own accord against the will of the State Department 
and rescues 32 Americans and still conducting rescue operations there in Israel. Now, back to the hero thing where, and he's not getting paid to do this specifically. He's a member of Congress. He's a member of Congress. He's, we pay him to legislate, which I believe the members of Congress that are out of the country, I was told that they, would, they were voting by um, remotely voting yesterday in the secret house uh, vote, which I'll get into in a few minutes. But, you know, people do a lot less and get, you know, civilian awards from the president of the United States. What is it? The, the Medal of Freedom or whatever the hell it is. The highest civilian uh, award that the president can give. It, it could be for anything, you know? I mean, they, 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 what are they? They were giving them out. Democrats are giving them out to Tom Hanks. You know, they should call it the, uh, the pedophile award. You know, what, who else got one? Ellen DeGeneres, Whoopi Goldberg. All, all these people get awards just for being, you know, famous celebrities. Do you think the Biden administration for one second is going to recognize Corey Mills for the work that he is doing and he did? This is a news story now in the mainstream media. Fox News is carrying it. Other places are carrying it. Do you think anyone will acknowledge Corey Mills from our current administration and say, wow, this is unbelievable work and he should be recognized? There is not a chance in hell that he'll be recognized. There should have been a statement already coming out of the Biden administration praising Corey Mills, and he should be getting on the phone with the State Department saying, we, we need to back this operation up now. They need help. This, this, is, what, this is what we need to do. Here's Corey Mills front and center in the green with the khaki pants with the people that he had just extracted from one of the hotels. This is that I think at one of the uh, the customs uh, places by the airport, I believe. Look at the smiles on those people. These people were terrified. And here he comes. Corey Mills, fucking commando. Hey, here I am. Let's get out of here. It's wild. It's just... I think it's something people should be talking about, and I think it's something that the Biden administration should be held accountable for, and anybody in the State Department. All these unelected bureaucrat, these these appointees, all of these pieces of shit should all be held accountable. Corey Mills, I, I will I will say it right here, as of the guy has my unwavered support in anything he does. That guy runs for office again. He runs for re-election. You're goddamn right. That's a campaign I would support. 100%. No questions asked. I like his attitude. I like how he votes. I've had a couple side conversations and, and, and also between mutual friends and know his thought process, and he's a guy that we need more of. If, any, if, if it was any time to clone people, it would be people like Corey Mills in Congress right now. So speaking of Congress, what con, Congress, con, C-O-N, you can't spell Congress without con because that's what they are. They're a bunch of fucking con men and women. 
Every single one of them. They're all in it for personal gain. They're all in it for political favors. They're all in it for stuffing their fucking war chests with cash from whoever's willing to give it. But if you don't give enough, then they forget about you. Sits there and decides, we're going to have a secret vote. We're not here to serve the people. Fuck you people. No, 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 no. We're going to do a secret vote so you, the voter, cannot hold us accountable on who we're going to select as our next speaker or whatever the hell it is. I don't care if it's a vote on what color to paint the bathrooms in the Capitol. Why are we allowing secret votes about things that happen with our Congress, our legislative body? They work for us. The Biden regime will label Mills as an enemy spy before they decorate him as a hero. Yeah, you're fucking a right. Next thing you know, they'll be indicting him, the DOJ, for for some shit. Yeah, 100% right, Rocket. Yeah, they will turn around and they will say he's an enemy of the state. He's an enemy spy. He's working for Hamas. It's all an elaborate plan to leak American secrets. (sighs) It's so stupid. Just like allowing our members of Congress to have secret votes. So they, know they had a secret vote, but it may blow up in their face. Majority leader Steve Scalise, Kevin McCarthy 2.0, blood cancer boy. Sorry you have blood cancer, Steve. Sorry you got shot by a Bernie bro. But, you know, between either funding from Bill Gates and everything else, he's just another, he's just another establishment moron garbage i'm sorry and there are there are members of congress who i had some respect for saying well i'll I'll, if if steve scalise agrees to these concessions and i'm gonna vote for him well fuck you then very much i i'm so i have officially i have officially the beginning of this week have canceled all monthly uh donations to members of Congress, all of them. Well, whether I liked them or not, I, I, I hit the pause on them all. I'm not giving another dollar to anybody unless I'm just going to do it directly because there are a few that I, I contributed to monthly. I'm done. I'm done. They can all get fucked. There are a few that I will continue to donate to when I feel to get the bug up my ass to do so. But majority of them... It's 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 over. Net never another dime. Scalise won the nomination in 113 by 99 vote, and it's unclear when the full House vote will take place. They said yesterday it could be in the coming days because there's still a lot of infighting because it doesn't seem that Steve Scalise is going at all to get the 200 and I believe 18 votes needed to secure the House seat, the Speaker seat. I don't want Scalise either, Deb. If I have to pick out of the two, it's Jim Jordan. And I'm not a tremendous fan of Jim Jordan, but I think Jim Jordan, you talk about controlled opposition, sometimes maybe it's a good thing. Jim Jordan will be influenced by Donald Trump. They have a very close relationship. I laid that out at the beginning of the week. I saw it firsthand for myself, in person. Yeah, Steve Scalise supported Liz Cheney, and I agree, Black Rain Patriot. Fuck that guy. 
But the biggest thing is you have a hundred, yeah, you have 113 rhinos part from Jim Jordan, which is a complete disgrace. And Scalise, as Lou Dobbs put out a tweet, he put out a tweet, 113 rhinos part from Jim Jordan. What a disgrace. Scalise is McCarthy in the flesh. It's time for the conservatives in the party to rise up once again and reject rhinos from leadership. 100% can't agree more. Lou Dobbs. They need to take a stand. They're in a panic. They're all wearing their Israeli flag pins. They're all jerking each other off. We need to seat a House Speaker. We have so much going on in this country. Okay. Okay. Well, well, the Rhinos didn't win yet, Laura Ann. Because they still have to have a vote. And it doesn't look like he's going to secure the 218 votes. Listen, my good friend George Santos with the DOJ is hammering again. Text messaging with him yesterday. And I, I told him where I stood. I told him where I stood. And says, with number one, George, I'll always support you because he's a friend. And I think the DOJ is going after him for nonsense. The New York delegation of Congress is, is, is shit. They're all rhinos, proven to be. Except him. Only one that came out in support of Donald Trump, by the way, George Santos. Oh, the DOJ is going after him. They're going to hammer him some more. And his voting record is great. And he blew the doors off a Democrat-held district for 40 years. And he won. He then put a statement out last night that said, well, since the speaker designee has yet to reach out to George Santos in, 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 in any capacity – because of what the DOJ is now attempting to do more to George Santos. He said, well, that's it. You know, I'm done. I will vote for anybody but Steve Scalise. And I says, well, I want Jordan. And I said some other things, and he replied, let's go. So I don't think Steve Scalise is going to get the votes to become House Speaker, and I don't think we're going to see a House Speaker this week. And you want to know something? I don't give a shit either way. <laughs> Let them kill each other in a room. Let them figure it out. The house is theirs to lose right now. And the way they're, the way they're bullshitting around and being rhino cucks, they'll lose it. They'll lose it. They're all shit. All of them. I can't believe Matt Gates did what he did. We should expel him. How about... How about getting the balls to turn around and expel members of the so-called squad that are out there celebrating the murder of Israelis in the street? Ilhan Omar, AOC, Presley, Tlaib, all of these terrorist-loving pieces of shit. Dare I use the word again? Cunts. Oh, oh my God, he used the C word again. There's my dog barking. They are 100% buck fighting, 100%, 100%. But a secret vote? House Republicans voted behind closed doors to select Representative Steve Scalise of Louisiana as their nominee for speaker. Behind closed doors. Unless they're going to tell you how they voted, I would imagine it's public information, but behind closed doors? Is there not a way... I'm sure, I'm sure there is, but I don't know for sure. Is there not a way we could find out how they all voted unless they tell us? Behind closed doors, secret ballot? What is this shit? There should be no behind closed doors 
You're an employee of the people. You represent us. <laughs> yeah. The vote for the nominee for House Speaker happened Wednesday. And again, House Republicans held a closed vote. Closed vote. That's, that's the biggest issue here. The closed vote. It's rhino cucks looking at us as the American people saying, we don't care what you think. We, we're not here for you. We're here for us. You know what's scary? Here. What's really scary? John Fetterman said it best. Retarded Shrek said it best. You all should need to know that America is not sending their best and brightest. You know, to... <laughs> Wait, what, what did John Fetterman, retarded Shrek, the uncooked turkey on two legs, just say? You all should need to know that America is not sending their best and brightest, you know, to Washington, D.C. Uh, is this real life right now? <laughs> like, sometimes, sometimes you literally just can't believe, like, you know, these people are making the decisions that are, you know, determining the the government here it's 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 actually scary john fetterman john fetterman who who says when he puts a suit on it makes him depressed so he has to wear basketball shorts and a hoodie or basketball shorts and a gray dickies mechanic shirt in the halls of senate basketball shorts and he's the one that has to tell us that they're not sending their best to Washington, D.C. Well, Pennsylvania sure didn't, but I got to agree with the guy. I can't even believe we're talking about John Fetterman here. That clip should live in infamy because, number one, it's a complete retard saying it, and number two, he's 100% correct. I can't even believe it. And this whole thing with Steve Scalise, the guy is not for us he's not for america and there are so many telling signs that tell us this you don't have to really um go far to to realize it when you have democrats hold on one second i'm trying to pull something up and it's acting out it's not cooperating with me look at this House Democrat leader praises Steve Scalise in speaker bid. When you have a top Democrat who's a piece of shit, who hates Donald Trump, who loves giving money to Ukraine, when you have this scumbag praising Ski Steve Scalise for speaker bid and calls Jim Jordan dangerous to our democracy, that is enough for me to know. Seal the deal. Steve Scalise is not the guy. Steve Scalise is not the guy. This guy, Pete Aguilar from California. This is, this is not the guy, Steve Scalise. And then on top of that, you have Adam Kinzinger. This is a great one. Best option for Ukraine in speaker election is Scalise. Best option for Ukraine from little Adam Kinzinger. What's the best option for America? What's the best option for the American people? The best option option for Ukraine.
Yeah, that must be a Fetterman clone because he used complete sentences. Wild, right? Literally, the best option for Ukraine. Former Congressman Adam Kindinger, the little guy, posted Wednesday on X that House Majority Leader Steve Scalise, who's a Republican candidate for House Speaker, is the best option for Ukraine. Obviously, we see Adam Kinzinger's Twitter, if you're not blocked by him, because he blocks a lot of people, especially Trump supporters. He literally, all he wants is what's best for Ukraine. He even has it in his bio. I'm pretty sure he, he blows Ukrainian trannies, Adam Kinzinger. I don't know how many times he's been there. Strong advocate defending Ukraine's eastern border with $113 billion of American taxpayers. And their, their fight against Russia. And he hates every Republican. Best option for Ukraine. Seriously? So, little, look at this guy. Look at this guy. Isn't this the guy who cried at the January 6th commission meeting? So this, oh, and he's a, C, he's a CNN talking head now. So, he gave, of course, his, you know, two cents We'll see. It's a six-minute video. We'll see how far uh, we get on this, where he, he talks so highly of, of, I guess, Jim Jordan. Hold on a second. Just Democratic Congresswoman Zoe Lofgren of California and Republican former Congressman Adam Kinzinger of Illinois, who both served together on the House January 6th Select Committee. Uh, Congressman Kinzinger, let me start with um, you. Uh, do you share the opinion of Congresswoman Cheney and Cassidy Hutchinson, that Jim <laughs> Jordan uh, is not committed to democracy. He wouldn't be the there if he didn't, scumbag. I absolutely do. I mean, <laughs> all you have to do is look at his record. Look at January 6th. and Leading up to that. Look at, I think you played the soundbite where he says, I said it. you know, how, how did, in essence, how did 74 million people not be enough to win an election? So we're going to keep looking until we find something. Well, that's not how the Constitution works. And the thing you need to understand about Jim Jordan is he's a true believer, but he truly believes that the Democrats or the left is an enemy of America, and he will do anything, even extra constitutionally, to defeat this guy. Them. That's such his a general cuck. belief. I would put him in the camp of Christian nationalists, where he believes he's truly fighting these dark forces, and the Constitution, in some cases, is an impediment oh! uh, to him being able to fight those forces. It's very dangerous for this country. Is he going to cry? Very dangerous for the House. And I'll just say this to my Republican colleagues, really dangerous to the future of the Republican Party, especially if you're the party that still ascribes to Lincoln, Reagan, et cetera. Congresswoman Lofgren, <laughs> you just heard commie fuck. Congressman Kinzinger uh, about what his view of what uh, Jim Jordan thinks about the left. That's you. What do, what do, what do you think? Yeah. Well, it's not true. I mean, Adam can tell you that our bipartisan January 6th committee worked very professionally <laughs> and in an apolitical way to get to the truth of what happened. It was on produced 6th by a Hollywood director. Producer, you stupid I bitch. Adam, I mean, um, uh, Jordan was up to his neck in this plot for, for all, all we could see. He refused to provide us the information we needed because but, you're a uh, joke from the contacts that we could identify that he was he heavily involved in the plot to overturn the election overturn the constitution <laughs> i love so these people i don't think uh, that's what america needs and uh sir you know you know what america needs america needs people like this to show people who have rational thinking and rational use of their brain 
that these are the people who are the enemy of America. These are the people that don't want the change for reasons being, well, they all get rich by the status quo and business as usual. They're all shit. Adam Kinzinger works for CNN now. Who, who knows what else he does? But he's making a hell of a lot more money than he is in Congress. And the only reason is because, well, he went with the status quo and he decided business as usual, but go against anyone that wants to change that. He is a, he's not even a rhino, Adam Kinzinger. Like he, he he's, I would take any rhino over Adam Kinzinger. I don't even know what to label him as. Certainly. Uh, I take offense to the idea that I'm not patriotic. I work hard to defend the Constitution. I'm offended. Congressman Kinzinger, are but you kill babies. Uh, that Kevin McCarthy, um, according to our sources, plans to to leave Congress now that he's no longer Speaker? No, I'm not surprised because he's always been about himself. It's always been about becoming Speaker. That's his. Well, that's, that's true. That's been his instate since the day he took that first oath. We agree there, little Adam, little fella. Everything he did was to become speaker. He became speaker, but he obviously was a failed speaker as we see now. And I don't think his ego would allow him to stick around for the next year and a half. I would actually encourage him to resign now so he's not there to vote for somebody like Jim Jordan, force Jim Jordan to you know, try to win 218 with one less vote. This is gonna leave, so just think about this from a selfish perspective, the Republican majority is now gonna be down to whatever it will be like three or something like that. But again, Kevin McCarthy cares about one person, and that's Kevin McCarthy. That's the whole reason Kevin went from the day after January 6th, calling it what it was, an insurrection, to basically three weeks later putting the paddles on uh, Donald Trump down in Mar-a-Lago and resurrecting his political career. And Congresswoman Lofgren is a <laughs> lot of Republicans. Oh, my God. He's a male Liz for, Cheney. Uh, for Speaker McCarthy uh, losing his job, obviously. I can't. He's a male Liz Cheney, this guy. I like that one. But. I mean, the only thing I'll agree with him on is, is the failure of Kevin McCarthy. And Kevin McCarthy is, is for himself, but majority of them are. Adam Kinzinger was placed on the January 6th committee. We know that the Jim Jordan was one of the choices to be on the January 6th committee. Nancy Pelosi stopped that. Nancy Pelosi made sure that Adam Kinzinger and Liz Cheney were placed on that committee as Republicans because Nancy Pelosi knew that those two were at you know definite rhinos but worse i can't even call adam kinzinger a rhino anymore i, I think there are rhinos that ha i can respect more than adam kinzinger the bottom line of all this is adam kinzinger and top democrats are supporting steve scalise that says to me any republican that's going to support steve scalise runs in line with top democrats and adam kinzinger and liz cheney's and that's not who we want legislating for us is America first. Nope. Sorry. Next. Get out. Is Steve Scalise going to be the next House Speaker? Can they figure out a way to scam 218 votes for Steve Scalise? I don't think so. I honestly don't think so. And it's, it's going to be it's going to be a wild ride. It is going to be a wild ride for House Speaker. Wild ride. All right, before we continue, of course, got to do it. It's time. Got to plug the best cigar company, the most patriotic cigar company in the country, 
in the world, in the world, ever to be seen in the world, mypatriotcigars.com. When he salutes the flag, the flag salutes back. When he questions the outcome of an election, the DOJ indicts itself. When he sneezes, people say, God bless America. Cuba imports cigars from him. He is the most patriotic man in America. I don't always smoke cigars, but when I do, I smoke Patriots. Stay MAGA, my friends. Mm, my favorite. Can I get one of those? No, Bill. We all know what you like to do with cigars. Patriot Cigars, a premium smoke for freedom-loving Patriots. The Patriot Cigar Company's story started with Alan Jacoby's love of cigars and love of America. There's no better way to celebrate the freedoms we cherish than smoking a premium Patriot cigar. Whether it's TNTs, Moabs, Hellfires, or Mark 48 torpedoes, all Patriot cigars are handmade and blended with 100% long filler premium Nicaraguan tobacco to bring you the smoothest smoking experience imaginable. Patriot cigars are enjoyed by many of MAGA's finest. Do yourselves a favor and order some today. God bless America, and God bless Patriot Cigars. MyPatriotCigars.com. Use promo code MAGA for 25% off. You get free shipping on orders over 100 bucks. Be sure to get some. Get some for your family. Get some for your friends. There's gift cards on there, and you can tell them to use promo code MAGA when they make a purchase with their gift card. You can get merch. You can buy cigars for deployed service members overseas and in the country. And who knows how many service members we're going to have deployed in the next few months down the road, which is horrible. But, you know, they do like their cigars. So MyPagerCigars.com, use promo code MAGA. And those in the chat who are talking about their cigars, cigars orders went out, uh, I believe, was it yesterday and the day before. The last two days orders went out. So USPS priority should have them by the end of the week two to three day delivery time. So mypatriotcigars.com, promo code MAGA, 25% off. Some of MAGA's best loves these cigars. A freedom, a premium smoke for a freedom-loving patriot. I almost screwed up my own tagline. Roger Stone loves them. Rudy Giuliani loves them. Brendan Dilly and a lot of the Dilly Mean team love the cigars. So check them out. All right, we're moving right along. We're going to do a few more, uh, few more stories. Here you go. Oh, there's Jim Jordan. That should be the next Speaker of the House. Oh, and Byron Donalds has announced yesterday that in lieu of Steve Scalise becoming Speaker of the House, now I don't know how he's voting, but he's going to run. If, that, if, if majority leader of the party in Congress vacates, Byron Donalds is uh, looking to run for it. So we'll see what happens there. But Biden administration... Losing track of 99% of millions of illegal aliens. Border crisis worse than ever. Border crisis worse than ever. And make no mistake, because of everything that's going on in the Middle East, they are accelerating. Hezbollah, there's a report out. I saw uh, the Hezbollah is sending people over the border that look Spanish, speak the language, know the mannerisms to come in disguised as Hispanics, speaking fluent Spanish, and they're Hezbollah militants. 
That has been reported. I saw it this morning. I'll have to look for it again. And people could say, well, that's not really verified. Nothing is verified, you fucking retards. Nothing. The border is open. Joe shit the rag man is coming through the border. Everyone and their mother is coming through the border. You don't know. You don't know. It's oh, good morning, Star Walker. Good morning. It's crazy. It's crazy. But Monday, House Judiciary Committee Chairman Jim Jordan, maybe soon to be House Speaker, if we get our way, and people actually vote America first and not, you know, for that commie cuck, Steve Scalise, Kevin McCarthy 2.0, and represent, Representative Tom McClintock of the Immigration Subcommittee released a report highlighting the disclosure that 99% of illegal aliens in America are not being tracked, and the government lost contact with them, which means we have all of these terrorist cells that are mixed in with them, moving freely around America, just waiting to get activated, waiting to see what their mission is. Maybe they already have a mission. We don't know. Maybe there's already plans. We don't know. Maybe they have to get to a certain destination so they can get ready for their plan. Will we know? We'll know when the dust settles, I guess. And then we'll figure out who's pointing fingers at who. This one's fault and that one's fault. And who did it? You know what? It's everyone who's elected to office. It's their fault. Every single one of them. The blood will be on all of their hands. Even the Republicans that are going to point fingers at, at Joe Biden. You're all in the same fucking boat. Because you're sitting there. You're fighting this one, that one. Oh my God, expel this one. Uh, and you're doing nothing. Nothing to help or save this great republic. Nothing. You're doing everything the opposite to allowing it to fail. Miserably. Miserably. It's ridiculous. Anyway, the report highlights that between January 20th, 2021 and March 31st, 2023, there were over 5 million illegal alien encounters. Encounters? So how many people weren't encountered and just got here? Of these encounters, at least 2.4 million had no confirmed departure from the United States during the same period. DHS released at least 2.1 million illegal aliens into the United States, a little more than 2.1 million. Only 5,993 illegal aliens encountered at the southwest border and placed in removal proceedings before an immigration judge were actually removed from the United States during this time. So 2 million in, almost 6,000 out. Oh, that's, that's, that's a good ratio. That's a good ratio. A mere 6% of illegal aliens released into the United States were even screened for fear of persecution for purposes of asylum. They all had a sob story. As of March of 2023, DHS had removed only 874 of the illegal aliens found to have credible fear of persecution and whose claims were adjudicated on the merits and denied by an immigration judge. An additional, additional 205,473 aliens were released into the country through illegal categorical parole programs. Rather than adopting a catch-and-release policy, the current Biden administration policy essentially neglects to enforce the law. And this is where I stand with impeaching Alejandro Mayorkas, the Secretary of Homeland Security, who oversees this. They are violating federal immigration laws. 
The crisis of illegal immigration into America has gotten so serious, even Democrats who were previous open border advocates have flip-flopped on the issue. Far-left Governor Kathy Hochul, my governor, wants to limit the number of immigrants and significantly increase border security, having previously been in favor of sanctuary jurisdictions to protect illegals from deportation. My governor originally said, you come here, we'll give you shelter, we'll give you safety, we'll give you opportunity. Now too, well, if you're going to come here, you should go somewhere else because we're at capacity. <laughs> it's so, it's bizarre. It's bizarre. Far left New York City Mayor Eric Adams, who this summer was angrily telling white reporters from Project Veritas that they should be pro-immigration because of their race, now says that New York is full and please don't come here. And then... Mayor Adams, Eric Adams from New York City, was just in Mexico telling him not to come here. But then in the next breath, when he was back giving a press conference saying, but we, we're against closing the border. We're against closing the border. It's wild. Just wild. Complete anarchy everywhere. Unlawful economy explodes in New York City. 4,000 illegal migrants cross the border in one day. More than that now. Biden doing nothing. It, it's crazy. It's bizarre. And we, we, have no, we have no accountability of where these people are, what they're doing. But we do know one thing. What's going on in the Middle East, there's a good chance, a very good chance, that that is going to trigger some sort of actions by illegals here in this country. And you can't live in fear and you can't live in paranoia, but I'll say it and I'll keep saying it. Head on a swivel, situational awareness, make sure your surroundings. Just don't be complacent. Now is not the time. We are living in a time very unpredictable and... We have two wars, four countries. Looks like more than four countries now. It's a people bomb. What's going to happen when China invades Taiwan? You have, you have these Middle East terrorists making videos urging China, now is the time, now is the time to invade Taiwan. Why would they be doing that? They would be doing that because they know we would react a certain way. We're involved in Ukraine. We're involved in the Middle East. We'll get involved over here. And they can deplete us and weaken us more than we already are. We have a weak leader. We have a weak government. We have gutless Republicans. We have piece of shit commie Democrats that are praising terrorists. The more conflict we're involved with, the less security we have here at home. On all fronts, infrastructure, power grid, supplies, everything. Right now, it's us against the world. You can sit there and say, but this one's our, our ally and this one's our ally. Everybody's jealous of the prom queen. And America has been the prom queen forever. They all want the crown. Everyone wants the crown and they'll kill each other for it and they'll cut each other's throats and they'll stab each other in the back for it. And they will do any kind of action they can to make us the weakest link in the world, not 
the strongest. And it's it's wild. What do we got in the chat going on? I saw a bunch of movement. And there won't be time for trials with the amount of deaths taking place. Yeah, on both. For both. That's the problem. Because people talk a good game. They really do. Hey, jihadis, try your crazy shit in Florida. Yeah, listen, they'll do a lot of damage anywhere they go. A lot of damage anywhere they go. Why wouldn't they just go to a few over 55 com- communities who, you know, aren't, aren't going to be as, uh, as, as, as quick on the trigger defending themselves as sick jihadist terrorists? It's just keep an eye out. That's it. Just keep an eye out. That, that, that's all. And it's only found two sources so far linking China to Hamas since the June meeting. With Muhammad Abbas. Yeah. Listen, they're all they're all linked one way or another. They're all speaking with each other. And we're over here like, yeah, just just come here and flood your country with your terrorist cells. We're not even gonna vet them. And they know it, so they're doing it. And while th- then while that's happening, you have the the greatest piano player with his penis, Zelensky begs for more weapons and scrambles to keep international aid from drying up as mil- as his military prospects are worsening by the day. America is staring at someone else's ass and Zelensky is getting jealous. So what has to happen to get our attention back on Ukraine? Joe Biden said something about, oh, we're, we're looking for possibly a one-and-done payment to Ukraine, just to finish it off and say, that's it, we're done, we're done with you, at the price tag of $100 billion. Fuck you. How about no billion? How about no dollars? How about no cents? How about, hey, Zelensky, you're on your own. Sorry, but we got no more ammo. But maybe you should invest in Lockheed Martin and up your portfolio to to support yourself. Because... A hundred billion dollar one-time payment after we've already given them over a hundred was like a hundred and twenty billion dollars already. With the world's attention increasingly focused on the Middle East, Ukraine's president Zelensky is frantically trying to keep the support from the West lined up on the aftermath of his failed counteroffensive. Maybe he should put on a talent show and whip out his dick and play a piano for some of these members of Congress to entertain him. I'm sure they'll love it because most of them, even Republicans, love the drag queen shows, especially on military bases that they vote to fund, even as Republicans. Maybe Michelle and Zelensky do a penis playing duet. Big Mike! Big Mike should go over there in a helicopter with Zelensky on stage. Ugh. Zelensky joined a, uh, what was it, yesterday, I guess, when was this, from yesterday, a meeting of more than 50 defense leaders from around the world. He did yet another pitch for military aid as cracks in the formerly formidable international coalition backing for Kiev. Kiev, however you pronounce it, it's stupid. So he's, he's begging, he's got his cup out begging hard because now all eyes on the Middle East U.S. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin dismissed fears that support to Kiev could suffer, saying the U.S. can do both, and we will do both. Oh, so we're going to do both, and then China's going to invade Taiwan, 
and we're going to do three. We're going to do it times three, and we're just going to deplete, 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 deplete. Well, you should all start filling up your gas cans now, people, because gas will probably be about $10 a gallon. Uh, a gallon. <laughs> You're welcome for the image. Big Mike and little, little Z, we'll call him. That'll be his drag name, Little Z. Little Zelensky. Lady Z. And maybe he'll hang out with Lady G. Him and Lindsey Graham. Lady Z, Lady G, and Big Mike, and they can do a, a trio. It's so sick. It is so sick. We're doing that, and all Donald Trump wants to do is make the military stronger. Wants to make the military stronger. Wants to make us a world superpower again. And even wants to build a new missile defense shield for here at home, which we don't really have, I I guess, in a sense, but... or. Barely, because our attitude is, well, we can't get attacked on our on our own soil, but can we? And I like it. So he spoke. This was a uh, a video from forty five speaking about it. Take a listen. Under Joe Biden, the world has become vastly more dangerous, and there is no greater danger than the deadly menace of nuclear weapons and hypersonic missiles. Hypersonic missiles move at many times the speed of sound and six times faster than current missiles. Armed with nuclear weapons, they could annihilate entire cities and even countries within minutes. And we cannot let this happen. If you take a look right now, the nuclear word is being mentioned all the time. This is a word that you're not allowed to use. It was never used during the Trump administration, But now other countries are using that word against us because they have no respect for our leadership. World War III would be a catastrophe unlike any other. This would make World War I and World War II like very small battles. The best way to ensure that such a conflict never happens is to be prepared with unmatched technology and unrivaled strength. To this end, When I'm commander-in-chief, which we did an awfully good job at rebuilding our military, we rebuilt the entire military, once again, I will work with Congress and our great military leaders, not the ones you see on television. I don't consider them leaders. We're going to work with them to build a state-of-the-art next-generation missile defense shield. Just as Israel is now protected by the Iron Dome, a dream once thought impossible, America must have an impenetrable dome to protect our people. We worked with Israel to develop that dome. They relied on us, not just them. They relied on us. We have technology that's unsurpassed, but our past leaders haven't really wanted to use it. I rebuilt our military at a level that nobody thought possible, but we have to now go that further step. We must be able to defend our homeland, our allies, and our military assets around the world from the threat of hypersonic missiles, no matter where they are launched from. Our adversaries must understand that they, not the United States, will be totally destroyed if they ever dared to launch missiles against our homeland. The Space Force, which was inaugurated under my leadership, will have a very vital role to play. 
It was such an important thing we did. The Democrats fought us all the way, but we got it passed. First time in 79 years, a new force. Just as I rebuilt our military, especially our nuclear capabilities, I will build the shield to defend America from missile attack. We will have a peace through strength. And that's what we had. And we had no wars during the Trump administration. We had no wars. Remember that, because we were strong. The other side knew it. And they didn't want to play games. They didn't want to mess around. Thank you very much. Fact. Fact. And you should be donating to the Trump campaign, by the way. Text Trump to 88022 for updates. Donate to Trump. Donate to the campaign. We have a republic to save. I like everything you just said. And there's a lot of facts there. We really don't have any defense here. And we're so weak. The world sees us so weak that why wouldn't they just launch something? Can you imagine? Imagine that. Yeah, I can't. It would definitely make World War I and World War Three like small battles. I like that. That was funny. Yeah, it's uh, World War Three. What better to blame on the financial collapse and death of the dollar? Everything is broken. Everything is broken. And the world sees it. The world sees it. And, you know, here's something I grabbed this morning. And this is, I mentioned it earlier. You know, this thing going on in the Middle East and Saudi Arabia. There now, Saudi Arabia announces joint military exercise with China. China sees a window here. This window has been open for a long time. The look how weak America is window. We're going to take advantage of it any chance we get. Because now we're going to do joint military as China, joint military exercises with Saudi Arabia, which they've done before. Saudi Arabia announced on Tuesday that the Saudi and Chinese navies have commenced a three-week joint exercise known as Blue Sword. The first Blue Sword drill was held in 2019 near Saudi, Saudi Arabia's Red Sea port city of Jeddah, this year's exercise was launched from the southern Chinese city of, you know, whatever, with a ceremony attended by hundreds of troops. The goal of the exercise is to boost the mutual trust and friendly relationships between the Chinese and Saudi Arabian navies, enhance the participants' capabilities in naval combat, and comprehensively improve the joint operational capabilities of overseas armed rescue units says China states run global times. The three-week joint exercise will be split into a basic training phase, a professional training phase, and a comprehensive drill phase that features more than 20 training subjects, including five live fire shooting, fast roping from helicopters, cabin searches, underwater reconnaissance, sniping on command, and underwater explosive disarming. And this was just quoting press releases from the People's Liberation Army-Navy plan. The joint training between the special warfare units of the two navies is of great significance to deepening the pragmatic and friendly cooperation between the two militaries and improving the actual combat training level of the troops, said the plan commander in charge of the exercise. The Blue Sword drill is reportedly built around the simulated hijacking of a commercial ship, which must be rescued by Chinese and Saudi naval operations forces. 
Mm, I think it's beyond that. When the Saudi Chinese exercise was announced in September, the Jerusalem Post saw it as part of China's effort to play an increased role in the Middle East and burnish its credentials as a naval power particularly in the field of anti-piracy. China has conducted similar joint exercises with Russia and Iran, hmm, as well as conducting anti-piracy escort missions in hot zones like the Gulf of Aden and the waters near pirate-prone Somalia. The Chinese are particularly sensitive to piracy at their Belt and Road Initiative, spreads Chinese investments into areas with dodgy security situations. But of course... The Blue Sword program happens to have landed in the midst of the Hamas attack on Israel, a fact noted by many observers, but evidently not mentioned in public by the participants in the exercise. Well, why would they mention? Why, why, why would they mention that? There's no, there's no, there's no uh, coincidences here. The drills are significant as they come in the wake of China seeking closer ties with Saudi Arabia, including military cooperation. In contrast, the relationship between traditional allies, Saudi Arabia and the United States has come under strain recently, especially after the Ukraine war and Riyadh's stance on volumes of oil production. China has continued to see the strain in Saudi ties in the U.S. as a window. Of course, they're going to see it as a window, as a door. They're going to walk through it. Anything they can do to... To, to make their relationships with other countries and other militaries stronger because they see the United, us as weak, they're going to do that. According to analysis, became most evident when it swooped to facilitate an agreement this year in which historical adversaries Saudi Arabia and Iran agreed to fix relations and reopen their respective diplomatic missions. Needless to say, with the Hamas attacks and the U.S. attempts to broker peace between Saudi Arabia and Israel are believed to have fallen flat. The Saudis were reportedly close to finalizing a deal with Israel to normalize relations, but those talks were suspended after Hamas attacked and Israel began retaliatory operations in Gaza. Well, if the Saudis are getting along with Iran and China, and Hamas attacks Israel, I'm sure the Saudis would said, yeah, you should just pump the brakes on negotiating any good faith, anything good faith with Israel. <clears throat> so, it's, uh, it's us against everybody. It's us against the world. I'm sorry, but it just seems... We're going to give everybody everything. We want diplomacy and we want everyone as an ally. And I get that. I get that when you look at the big picture. But there's a lot, I guess, in the eyes of these terrorists and the eyes of these other countries, a lot of better deals out there than what America has to offer. And at what, what's going to be, how, how long is it going to take for us to have nothing to offer? Where we're at America, they're weak. Now's the time. Let's just end them. 250 years. It's over. Just just let, let's let's do what needs to be done. Saudis working with the Chinese, Saudi, Iran, Lebanon, Syria, Palestine, Palestine. Let's it's uh everyone else is just feckless and gutless and weak and just uh, 
fuck them all, man. And we're over here worrying about, you know, rigged elections and gas prices and members of Congress having secret door meetings because they don't even give a fuck about us. Who's on our side? I feel like, you know, our, our, we don't even have a, a strong government to govern. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a disaster. It really is. But you know what? You know what I have to say? I have to say, fuck them all. We're here. We're not going to fail. We're not going to fail. We just have to keep working, and we have to keep the pressure on our representatives. Listen, if you're not pressuring your representative or even other representatives that you just – then you're, you're not in the game. I make a lot of phone calls. I send a lot of emails, even to members of Congress that aren't even my member, my representative. And I talk to a few of them, and it's – make no mistake, the ones I speak to know I will – I will stop at nothing if, if needs be to destroy a political career. You need to do what is right for this country, not what is right for everybody else. And if everybody had that attitude and actually put the pressure on instead of just sitting there wondering what your member, what your representative is doing, well, then maybe no one should represent you. And I'm talking to everybody. Get off your ass and do something. Yes. Make them fucking work. The chaos needs to to happen. Yeah, I mean, listen, we can call into members of Congress on Fridays probably. I can get that set up. But it's, the the problem is everybody has to do it. I'm going to get a staffer. I'm going to get a message. By chance, we get a member of Congress on the phone, especially in, during session, is, is slim to none. You're always going to get a staffer that is, is a message taker. But, I mean, it could always be fun to fuck with people. Yeah, no one's going to save us but us. And, and it's all, there are so many pieces to that puzzle. And you got to get off your ass and be willing to do something. You know, we, our, our Republican Party that, listen, We need to, third party will never work. We know that. Mathematically, it'll never work. Democrats will win every time. So we have to keep, we have to keep doing what we need to do in order to take over, steal, hijack, whatever you want to call it, the current Republican Party. It needs a complete change. But it's not going to happen overnight. It's going to take time. But we can't get discouraged by the rhinos there, and we have to keep pushing. Because that's where, like, a major battle is. America first, MAGA versus the rhinos in the Republican Party. Everyone should be speaking. Like, all right, let's take the, uh, I'm going to try to, I'm going to find her office's number. The Republican chairman uh, there, the national chairman, Rona. Rona Botox, I call her, with those lips. Her phone needs to ring 10,000 calls a day, 10,000 calls an hour. Why aren't you canceling the debates? Why aren't you telling the rest of the primary candidates enough is enough? We have a guy who has incumbent numbers. It's done. It's over. It's over. 
Maybe that's what needs to be done. We're, we're, we have so much infighting on the right that it's like we can't even get enough people together to fight and defeat the left because we're so fractured because it's money, power, America first, which direction we're going. It's just a shit show. It's a shit show. You have people like Ron DeSantis out there. I'm running for president. You have him taking his campaign, taking clips of Donald Trump talking about how smart terrorists are, which he's right because they are smart. And then turning around, DeSantis saying, look, he supports terrorists. That, that, that they did it yesterday. Fuck Ron DeSantis. Fuck the, the, the DeSantards. Anyone who turned their back on MAGA. You know what? They're all worth the shit. We are... And I don't want to hear the word silent majority anymore because it has to be the extra loud majority. The silent majority should not exist any, any longer. It's you're either the loud majority or you're shit. And if you're going to also now, right now, and I understand it, and I, under, I understood it, but not anymore. If you're afraid to lose your job or you're afraid to lose friends for standing up for what's right to save this country, you're a punk. That's all there is to it. You're a punk. I hope we come out of the other side stronger. I, I have the faith. I have faith in, in, our, in our people that we will come out stronger and we will defeat the evil that is raining upon us in our own government. It's, it's wild. I'm going to end with another uh, great video, which, you know, we bring up Ron DeSantis. It's hilarious. Of course, the Dilly meme team is just quite entertaining. I saw this morning. So we're going to watch this and we'll wrap it up for the day. Face of failure. <laughs> Hello, failure, my old friend. I've come to stare at you again. Because a vision softly creeping started thinking I could beat the king. But the vision that was planted in my brain was in vain. I'd be the face of failure. You may party filled my head. The situation we misread. Big donors gave me tons and tons of dough. I've seen the only way that I could go. My dreams got crushed when the polls kept coming out. There was no doubt. I was the face of failure. And at the Trump rally, I saw 50,000, maybe more. People screaming about being free. People dreaming of a great country. 
they were yelling out that I'm a loser. I'm nothing but a backstabber and hail Hydra. <laughs> I was the face of failure. Fool said I, you do not know. Cut off one head and two all around. Hear my words as I explain to you. Betters, we rule over you. But my words, they meant nothing, had nobody scared. No, no one cared. I was the face of failure. And then the people got real loud. energy. There was a power in that I was losing, and that I wasn't for a losing. And they all said Donald Trump's the president, and that's the only way they vote. I was a joke, joke, because they knew the face of failure. <laughs> the Dilly Meme team. <laughs> you gotta love it. Ah, <laughs> oh, yes. The face of failure. Ron DeSantis is a failure. The campaign's a failure. Keep calling them out. Push them out. All of them. The, the Nikki Haley's, the Tim Scott's, the Chris Crispies, the RFK Jr., big independent now. I'm going to do a whole bashing show on him probably next week. Anyway, listen, hit the thumbs up. Hit the like subscribe, whatever it is, that you, what, what button you have available. And uh, I appreciate you all being here. I am going to, um, I'll be back tomorrow morning, 8 a.m. Eastern. I don't know what's happening tomorrow morning. We may, we may or may not have a guest tomorrow. I'm not sure. I got to figure that out. It may be J.R. Majewski, but uh, I'm going to touch base with him later. But if not, we're going to do a bunch of stuff as usual. Freedom Friday. It will be longer than an hour tomorrow. It's been a longer than an hour every day. It's very hard to do it in an hour. So I'm just like, screw it. If you're here with me, I'm going to be on. And that's it. Tomorrow night, Freedom Friday, 8.30 p.m. Eastern. With myself and James, we'll do memes of the week. And I'm sure I'll be off the rails for a few hours. Hit me up on social media and uh, you know, su support the show however you want. Again, the money goes is going towards the January 6th uh, kids for the gift cards for christmas so any money that's donated through the show is going towards that and then again after that's passed we'll figure out something else to uh, raise money for and uh, oh excuse me i already got the hiccups anyway i uh, i will see you all tomorrow morning 8 a.m eastern as always maga hat stays on see you later